Episode 9 of Echoing Nerds, The Rise of Skywalker. The last time I'll be able to say a Star Wars title for episodes, even though I missed out on like the first six, I believe. <laughs> so uh, we got the last three in. So, uh, But my name is Tim, and joining me as always is Dane. Dane, how's it going for you this week? Uh, it's going pretty good. Um, do you think we should start, um, or, or what we can do for the next couple of episodes is we can get the... Um, the standalone movies in, right? So it could be like episode whatever. Oh, uh, it's only going to be two more. Rogue <laughs> One. Yeah. Solo. It'll be, I guess it'll be Rogue 10, since it'll be episode 10. Rogue, yeah. And then Soul 11. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. We'll find a way um, somehow. How have you been doing, Tim? I've been dealing with a little bit of a stomach issue this week, which kind of is like one of those things where it's like you're not like sick with a cold or flu or anything, but one thing that's it's still it's still annoying to deal with, but it doesn't keep you all the way down, but it's just annoying. <laughs> like uh, food poisoning or? But it was definitely something I ate. It was like these frozen taquitos, and then mixing it probably was a cup of coffee at the end of the night <laughs> that i woke up in the middle of the night i was like oh boy this does not feel good <laughs> and i i love mexican food I, I i really do it's it's amazing but i i, I just don't think i have the stomach for it literally <laughs> <laughs> um I, I just can't do it <laughs> uh i could I don't know what I would do if I wasn't able to eat Mexican food. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Like really fresh cooked Mexican food, not the frozen taquitos I had <laughs> that Tuesday night. That threw my stomach all off course. Well, I mean, Tim, it's, you, you're lucky because you live in California and there's a lot of uh, Mexican people there. And, uh, you know, start a restaurant and make their amazing food at that restaurant. Uh, but for me, it's like, am I really, am I really eating real Mexican food or not? <laughs> you know? Like, I have to constantly ask myself that. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to ask yourself that when you go to Taco Bell, though, because we all know that's like the real, authentic Mexican food experience right there. Yeah, yeah, it was started <laughs> started in a tiny little little shack in in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Humble beginnings for Taco Bell. Yeah, but you see, it's it's the damn inflation thing. Now, Taco Bell has become way too expensive for such little food. Yeah, it's like the Um, prices get higher, the size of the food seems to get smaller. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how that happens. I don't know. You got to join the rewards program so you can get some points and get 
a little bit of free stuff, <laughs> like a free taco or free nachos or something like that um, to help lower the bill if you're getting multiple items. Uh, do they have an app? They do, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I'll look into that. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll look into that. Get a free, uh, free ice in, in, in uh, the drink. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Pretty soon it's going to come to that. <laughs> you just uh, no, earned no, 3,000 points. Enjoy a free ice cube with your drink. <laughs> No, it's it's more like you've you've gathered forty thousand points. Here's a free wrapper for your straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> let's let's not give them any ideas. <laughs> It'll just be like free straws, free hot sauce, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Yeah, they they're gonna be like uh, they're gonna be like Disney pretty soon. You know, it's like. Uh, before you get in the before you get in the gate, you've already spent like three hundred dollars, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, just on the parking. <laughs> because I saw their uh, their their revamped um, uh, uh, ticket price or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like almost it's like over two hundred fifty dollars just to get in. I think it depends on the day, but yeah, like on like I guess their prime days or whatever like the most busy days yeah. or the popular days it's could be that expensive yeah uh i guess i, I guess i ain't going <laughs> <laughs> just save up here and there dane because you got to experience that <laughs> i keep telling you at least once <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah, so that's my bit. My, been my fun week. <laughs> yeah, sounds fun. Sounds fun. Uh, you don't know what you're having missing. to having to constantly know. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't depend. I mean, it it doesn't matter where you're at. Constantly having to know where the nearest bathroom is. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty fun. Ah, uh, yes. You're second. You're like. <laughs> Spend spend most of my time obviously in your home in my bedroom, but my second bedroom I guess was the bathroom the last few days. <laughs> uh, but enough of that. That we did. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> let's not gross the audience out any further. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our minute by minute commentary of the Last Jedi, as we will be going from minute eight to nine for episode nine. I, I just love how that's been working out. So I should continue for the rest of the, the commentary. But as always, you want to grab your relevant media formats that you love so much. Your VHS copy, your Betamax copy, your DVD copy, your HD DVD copy, your Laserdisc copy. Dane's preferred choice, the, your UMD copy and your, on your PSP. Get your projector so you can watch it on your wall. Go to your mailbox and get your Netflix physical media copy. Go to your blockbuster, nearest blockbuster if you still have one, which is a no. <laughs> but still try anyway. Go get your membership card and go rent it there. And then go get your DVHS copy. And still my favorite, the converted VHS to DVD made through my 13-year-old PC. That is still alive and kicking for at least a little bit longer. So if you got all those, 
if you're ready on the eight minute mark, I will get the countdown. Dane, are you ready? Uh, just one question, Tim. Uh, PSP Go didn't didn't uh, have <laughs> physical media, right? It was no. all streaming. Yeah, I believe oh, so. Okay. I, I actually <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I am ready, Tim. I'm okay. queued up, ready to go. I will get the countdown in three, two, one, play. As we're about to really get into this really cool space battle. Fighters incoming. Oh, At least they have enthusiasm, there. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're going to eat it really bad like that guy. I mean, let's look so, at the TIE fighters <laughs> laid into that bomber yeah. right there. They're just annihilating <laughs> it. <laughs> I do wish we got a little more shots like that. Because then it just kind of just focuses on like the bombers getting close to the dreadnought, and then this. But we do get a few more of them getting wiped out. But some more cool shots like that would have been nice. And seeing more of the A wings in action. I just love how unique and different this is for a Star Wars space battle with the bombers. Oh, is that an actual actual compliment from a Star Wars fan about the last Jedi? <laughs> hey, I. <I've, laughs> It's we're nine minutes in now. I haven't been. I've said what I loved and I said what I didn't love, like the Poe mom joke to uh, Hux there. That was definitely what I didn't like, you know, but this I, is something I definitely like. I gotta say, the design of this bomb, the, these bombers, not a really good idea as a, I mean, as a non-engineer. You know, just <laughs> have like a manual button you press yeah. and a bay doors and all that. I guess the resistance is just working what they have. <laughs> yeah. Since the Republic doesn't have a full-blown military, the Republic's gone now at this point, so they were kind of left, uh, probably left with just scraps and stuff and things that they just had to find themselves to work the best with what they had. Yeah. I mean, how, how do the bombs drop in space? See, I've heard that when the movie came out. I was like, who cares? And I'm yeah. Like, all the things to complain about. <laughs> Like maybe there's little like boosters at the end of that rack, you know, that shoot it directly down. Sure, you could look at a bunch of different explanations if you wanted to in a fictional universe where there's the ability oh, right. of the force yeah. and aliens and all this stuff. Uh, suspend yeah. your disbelief I, a little bit. Come on. You know, I uh, I, I constantly forget that. Uh, you know, this is a fake story about fake stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only it was real history. Yeah, then then Tim would be the, the greatest historian that's ever lived. Right. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd be a scholar. tenured at the finest universities around the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if only. <laughs> But anyway, regardless of my fantasy that will never become a reality of Star Wars being actual history, <laughs> um, this week, even though wasn't feeling the best this week, it was still a fun week to come about because it was a big release when it comes to video games. And the final big game of the year for me is finally here, Spider-Man 2 on the PS5. So... Obviously, we're going to give our early impressions on it. Judging how it just came out two days ago, I obviously hasn't 
finished it yet. I'm <laughs> not even close. Um, so we'll just give our first impressions of what we completed so far without going too much into big spoiler territory, but just talking about the levels we did play and just what we're feeling on it. But Dane, I got to ask you first, how did you do with Assassin's Creed Mirage <laughs> and completing it before <laughs> Spider-Man 2 came out this past Thursday? Yeah, I, uh, I beat it. I, I, I nice. beat it, uh, last week, Saturday, I want to say. Um, oh, so you're done with plenty of time. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have a show to record, so I just spent the whole Saturday just finishing it, finishing up uh, uh, some of the stories and stuff. And yeah, I, I, I beat it. Um, even got to, after I beat it, um, got to go around certain places that, um, you know, I wanted to visit, uh, especially like the main palace of the Round City. Um, if you don't know, ancient ancient uh baghdad was built in a circle uh with two defensive walls and like in the center was the main palace so i got to go through that see the see the big palace uh got to go to the mosque again which was really cool um so yeah like i i beat it and was ready to go for uh spider-man 2 nice that's a good feeling when you completed the game that yeah. you needed to complete before the next one comes out and you have a few days to spare so <laughs> glad it all worked out because, boy, yeah, with Spider-Man, there was no way. <laughs> Once I started playing, it's like, yeah, I'm so glad I had all my games finished. I just could dive fully into it because, man, just right off the bat, was I blown away. <laughs> but before we get into it, uh, we'll try to figure out how far we are <laughs> into the game. So if one of us is further along than the other, we don't spoil it. So for me, according to the PlayStation on the dashboard of the PlayStation 5, well, on the game, it says I'm about two hours in and 22% completed. So I finished the mission where that involves Scorpion and being okay. I'll throw a little spoiler tag out there, just again, not full blown story details, but the kind of the scenario of what's going on in the mission with uh, Scorpion and Mr. Negative being busted out by Craven. Did you? play that part yet dean yeah i'm way way past okay. you <laughs> i kind of figured you probably would yeah. be so <laughs> okay so yeah so that's i finished that mission and the last thing i really did because after that i was kind of exploring the city i did get my first like uh prowler upgrade <laughs> for the suit so uh miles did, i did see that first uh interaction with miles and his uncle aaron so that's pretty much like the last thing that i did Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm way ahead of you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'd rather not say where I'm at. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So, but I gotta um, say, I'm a little concerned, Dave, the, because the, the, this is this this is the same thing that happened with I asked you about this with Final Fantasy 16, where it says I'm 22% completed already, but it's like it feels like I barely scratched the surface, like only two hours in, and I kind of heard that it's not like the longest game out there. I'm not even sure if it's as long as the first one, so. Part of me is thinking if it is going to maybe end up being a little shorter than maybe the first one is longer than the Miles Morales one, but maybe more of a condensed experience when it comes to the main story. But I was a little surprised by that. We're like 22% already. I just barely started it. Um, yeah, you're way in the beginning. I don't, I, I don't even think you have your full powers yet. No, definitely um, not. At that point. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... <sighs> In terms of length, 
it is a little it feels a little shorter um it feels more akin to uh assassin's creed uh mirage than it does you know valhalla but i know you haven't played those but, uh. um yeah it, it, it feels closer to mirage than it does to valhalla but, um the thing about it though and what makes me really unsure about that is um there's just so much action in it and it feels like you're just flying through it um uh, literally and figuratively <laughs> yeah. um it's uh yeah it, it feels like you're like, like you're flying through all this content really really fast but it's it's just great storytelling is what i put it down to um it's i got you see the part i'm at right now it turns one I know you know that, right? I'm oh, sorry, you broke up just a little bit there when you said what part you're at. Oh, sorry. Uh, the the part I'm at right now concerns Venom. Okay. And I I know you know that Venom is in the game. Yes. Right. Okay. Um. So there's one part with Venom, and then there's another part with Venom. Um. And I, I, I'm not familiar with the comics really. Um, I probably because I don't really care about Spider-Man comics beyond Miles Morales, but um, has Venom always been Eddie Brock? No, there's been multiple Venoms since Eddie Brock. So uh, can can you name those Venoms? You know, I will name them, but don't give any indication. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Name. Or, I'm not. Okay, so the second Venom after Eddie Brock was. Matt Gargan, the Scorpion, and then Flash Thompson became Agent Venom, which had a really cool uh, suit design. And then I believe in Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Unlimited animated series, um, which I believe was in 2012 when it started, Harry Osborn became Venom. And I know that's been, obviously that's what's in the marketing and some of the storylines that they've been teasing in the trailer and stuff. That's kind of what they're leading you believe is going to be Venom in this story, which Obviously, I could see that happening based on the story, but because it seems so obvious, I think it's going to be someone different. So those are the three that come to mind. And then Eddie Brock got the symbiote back at one point, and then I believe Eddie's son became Venom more recently. So those are the ones I know of. There might have been some more, but it's, the symbiote story has been become really convoluted over the years with many different symbiotes and even venom the venom symbiote going on different people but those are the four main ones that i know have worn the suit okay and do you know the story in the game about how and who has the symbiote no so all that's okay. gonna be a surprise i all only right. know what the game showed me so far okay all right that's like one of the that's, big things i'm looking forward to to seeing how this game does the venom story which i'm just expecting something totally different <laughs> yeah you're gonna know who becomes venom before okay. it happens and then it's just about working out how we get there like okay. how, how that's gonna happen um it's it's that kind of story so okay um but yeah uh, going back to the story it's just like i i, I think you know the the story is just really really good and i'm in love with it and it's flying past me like like, like nothing right <laughs> um the, the part i just finished um 
it's let me count. It's three consecutive boss fights with three stages each. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so nine, you, you got to fight one boss three times and three different bosses nine times. So, it, and, and it's one after the other after the other. You can do stuff in between, but I mean, at that point, it's like, okay, I'm focusing on this main story. Forget about helping people. Forget about doing the... <laughs> all the little different activities i'm heading straight to the to the main story so uh yeah uh that's all i'll say about that um uh, or i guess one more thing was uh i, I kind of didn't like um craven's story uh oh, it's yeah there there, there kind of wasn't much there I don't know if it was in um, in like text that you can read um, in the game and uh, things you can interact with, but I, I I did stop and you know read and look at the various things and uh, it's it's just I mean I guess you know his story is what it appears to be is it's. You know, he wants to find the greatest prey or the greatest hunter or whatever, and he goes to New York City because that's where he thinks he can find it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess basic. that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty basic. Uh, another thing, too, is uh, uh, maybe I shouldn't say. Oh, well, I mean, it happened in the first game. Uh, I really like Mary Jane's story. That's all I'll say. Okay. I take it uh, yeah. she's playable again <laughs> in a certain mission. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured, yeah. <laughs> but so, so that's, that's good to hear. I kind of knew yeah. you would be so far <laughs> ahead of me in the story, knowing yeah. how much longer you probably put into it. <laughs> oh, Tim, I'll say one more thing. Venom looks really good. Oh, man, <laughs> just in the trailers and screenshots, I can't yeah, wait he looks, <laughs> to see him in action. He looks really, really good. And his powers are really cool. I just can't wait just to get the symbiote for Spider-Man. <laughs> it's like, once I get that, all other costume options are going to be useless because I'll never change that unless I have to. <laughs> so, um, But he does have some cool costumes already. I, I did get the deluxe digital edition that had some costumes un- unlocked already. And there was one, I forget the name of it, but it's like one where he has like a a cloak and a, a hood over his spider costume. It almost looks like Moon Knight, <laughs> but with yeah. the Spider-Man mask yeah, underneath yeah. it. I really like how that looks. But as soon as it became available, I went to the classic Spidey outfit because I'm still not a fan of the one with the big white logo. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm right there with you, Tim. I I I don't like the uh, the Marvel Spider-Man suit. You know, Marvel Marvel Spider-Man two game suit, whatever yeah. you call it. Um, I go with the hybrid suit for uh for uh Peter, and then I went. Or the, uh, I, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, it's it's it looks like the hybrid suit, but for Miles. And um, you know, if if I have to if I had to give one little criticism, but it plays into the story, is not a lot of Miles. Really? Um, yeah. It at least in the early part of the game, not a lot of Miles. But it makes sense when you pay attention to the uh, story. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's all I'll say. 
Okay, yeah. I kind of figured, or at least there was going to be kind of a nice balance between uh, playing as Peter and playing as Miles. Because at least in the early on, the early stages that I've completed so far, it's like the, their dynamic is really good. I mean, Spider-Man, for what I grew up with, the character is for most of his time as being being around. He's always been just a solo hero. Um, no sidekick or partners or anything like that. And I don't want to say that Miles is a sidekick to Spider-Man or anything, but just the partnership that they have, it just, it just works so well. It just seeing these like Spider-Man stories where he does have a partner, um, just kind of aching to like the Batman and Robin dynamic uh, where you just love that uh, hero partnership that uh, certain characters have. And just for Spider-Man just being solo for so long, it is like him teaming up with Miles on these missions and how they interact, how they work together. It just works so well and just their, their banter too at the end of certain missions is just a lot of fun especially kind of the one you just see the different personalities that played how they deal with certain things in the instance where uh, miles realizes that little spoiler warning here early on in the game with uh, mr negative realizing he's um, one of the inmates that craven's after and then he just it just really affects him after that mission and spider-man or peter just trying to cheer him up you know still being that playful witty <laughs> peter parker style that um he does to try to get him out of just lighten the mood a little bit and just have him uh just you know get him back to where he's just not really focusing on uh the negative on the situation with mr negative there so just their dynamic there with peter being the more lighthearted and there for those who need to be uplifted and just with his personality this works really well and again just the fun they have in the in the actual battle and the banter that they have works really well so i just love that partnership dynamic that this game is really uh i think building more off than anything else with uh, Peter and Miles uh, working together. It's really, really great. Uh, you, you brought up one uh, great point about the um, about the game. Um, as you said, you know, uh, Peter gets the symb- symbiote uh, attached to him, right? And it becomes the black, uh, black-suited Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. The, the change in yeah. Peter's personality is really really good that's the other thing too um, well yeah. I, well, I appreciate those moments between peter and miles early on like i was talking about because i know <laughs> it's not going to be the same or it's going to have to kind of be reverse in the extreme once peter gets the symbiote yeah yeah like they, they, they do that perfectly with uh with all of the characters with you know um peter and uh miles and peter and mj and peter and uh um uh, Miles' mom. Uh, it's it's really uh they they really hammer it home and they did a really good job. With that. Yeah, man, man, I can't wait to get <laughs> once I really get <laughs> involved with the symbiote. But just going back to the very beginning, I mean, Insomniac just does such an awesome job kicking off all three of the Spider-Man games. <laughs> I mean, the first level and the first or the first mission, the first game where you go up against Kingpin. And then the Miles game where you go up against Rhino. And then this one just, they just take it up another level where the first mission that you do is against Sandman. And boy, what a just treat for the eyes visually, just spectacle on display with just an amazing boss battle that you have here to kick the game off. It's like, if this is the first mission, I just can't wait to see what's in store for the rest of the game. Because that was just so much fun the graphics were amazing i've seen peter and miles just swing through the giant sandman through uh buildings that are collapsing and then fighting these uh sandman <laughs> creations of himself 
um, in melee combat. It was just a great way to kick off the game to kind of, if you haven't played the other games in a while, get you familiar with combat again, but just showing off the spectacle that this game is going to have with its boss battles with this classic Spider-Man villain. So I just loved how the game kicked off with just throwing you right into it with an awesome battle with Sandman. It was just fantastic. Yeah, make sure you um, you, you go after those crystals. I have been, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you get a lot of context uh, um, after the fact. Um, they... Yeah, um, well, you've you've seen it before, right? You've seen that gameplay thing that showcase showcase that they released, where Peter and um, Miles are chasing after the boats. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Peter has to okay, save so, it there. Yeah, it's with the with the lizard, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, one thing you get the context of why they're doing that, okay. and another thing too is. Uh, or what I was going to bring up was they, they sprinkle these big, huge action scenes perfectly. Um, yeah, the one in the beginning, and then the, the next one that you hit is is that one, the uh, where they're chasing after um, uh, Lizard and uh, Craven's Hunters and all that. And then the next one is the big Venom one. Um, uh, but they, they, they sprinkle, like like, these little or these huge action sequences in between like smaller stuff and what they they did was they they made not only the main mission but the side missions matter so like you playing through it tim in the early stages Mm -hmm. you really want to hit those side missions and they've made the if you uh, they've made the story uh personal and th- there's like these touching moments that happen in between these huge action sequences and i feel like the, the plotting of all of that uh works out really well and to be honest uh yeah like the, the sandman fight the the um the lizard chase and the venom stuff is all great but uh some of the stuff that happens in between that I'm not gonna mention here uh, is is executed really really well. And to be honest, if I'm or if I'm being really honest, uh, I actually prefer some of the some of that stuff more than the big action sequences. Um, or here, Tim, I'll give you one because I know this was part of their marketing campaign. Okay, uh, it's pretty recent. To, I, I did try to stay away from like the more recent stuff as it got closer to release. So, <laughs> well, it's it's got nothing to do with plot. Okay. You you go to Coney Island, uh, Coney Island, uh, the carnival there. Okay. Or fair or whatever, and it it's pretty much just you playing games, <laughs> like uh, shooting the water gun and uh, throwing the baseball, and trying to hit the. Uh, uh, the milk uh, jugs or whatever you call them. Okay. Uh, riding the rides and um, in between all of that, you're you're getting a history of like, oh, do you do you remember when Peter and Harry did this or Peter and MJ did this or all three of them did this? Um, there's another part early on in the game. I don't know if you hit it yet, but uh, 
you're essentially just biking around and then you go into yeah. the high school i did do that yeah that was a cool sequence yeah it's it's sort of from the flashback and also like too that. i loved how they used uh the cage the elephant song cigarette daydreams as you're riding the bicycle <laughs> through new york to the high school thought that was a cool touch yeah 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 it's it's like little moments like that that give you context to like the character's relationship there's another one later on you have to help a photographer uh get the perfect shot of um of spider-man and uh there's another flashback and you know you, you have all of these little things and it, it it just lends to the story which lends to these big action sequences that really uh that are really the big payoff um but you have to work up to it and i feel like they do that really really well that's awesome yeah i had no doubt that they would because that- as you mentioned, even the early stuff that I played that dealt with that, you mentioned the bike ride with Harry and then going through the high school and then doing the flashbacks where you're playing as the young Peter Parker who's still getting used to his powers for the first time and trying to figure out the right amount of web fluid to use. <laughs> like all that stuff was just really cool and fun. And then even before that, too, uh, where you're at uh, Aunt May's house and then Peter goes up the stairs and he sees that hole that he punched in the wall. And then we get that flashback sequence uh, between uh, him and Aunt May, which is really great. And then just, again, just adding more to the character development and just really, I, which I was confident already, but you're already confirming it, how it's going to just add to those big moments <laughs> that are just going to be great payoffs yeah. uh, for these characters. It's just really cool. I just love that. Just a little stuff they plant on in like Peter's room when you go to Aunt May's house, like the poster advertising his wrestling match when he first went out as Spider-Man. Just little things like that are just really cool and nice touches uh, that you would appreciate as like lifelong Spider-Man fans. I I I forgot Aunt May died. <laughs> oh really? That's that was like one of the biggest yeah, moments yeah. in the first game. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot that she died. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I like too how in the in the beginning of the game, it starts off where Peter's actually a teacher um, and Miles is one of his students. There was like his first day on the job, but then of course. Teacher. Uh, yes. <laughs> of course, the Sandman attacks happen. And then I just like how, too, after that whole ordeal, it just kind of. I, I don't remember too much of this happening in the first game, um, where it's like that bad Peter Parker luck <laughs> was showing its face here because of Spider Man. And this was one of those instances where um, he gets in trouble for abandoning his kids during or students in a moment of crisis when Sandman attacks. And when in reality, he's protecting so many people, um, including his students there. So it's just like that typical Peter Parker like that happens when he's Spider-Man, when it costs him his job on his first day and him getting fired uh, because of that. So I just kind of like how that, this game just early on is diving into that element that you know it's just always been a part of great spider-man storytelling yeah constantly getting fired from from jobs on the first day (laughs) (laughs) but again too what Uh, works good is that dynamic he has with miles to just to kind of to someone that understands what he's going through as another spider-man too this it just works so well even though one's more the more the mentor student relationship but i mean even in like the real life sense as far as like him being miles teacher in real life they're not outside of spider-man so this works good that they have that kind of support element when they need it uh, because they're both i'm sure going to be going through a bunch of big stuff 
uh, for throughout the rest of the game. Yeah, and his bad luck is rubbing off on Miles, too. Yeah, unfortunately, um, you can see that coming, too. <laughs> did you get to the part where uh, Miles constantly misses that, t- that teacher for the um, music scholarship? Just the first time. When first, the same yeah, okay. the same scene when Peter got fired. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It happens again. <laughs> what uh, a shock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so from just story standpoint, um gameplay wise, it's story story point is is just fantastic. So early on and then you were saying that it gets even better. I had no doubt, but I'm still so glad to hear that. But gameplay feels just as great as ever. Um, combat is smooth. It's just like putting on fitting fits right like a glove <laughs> when you just get back into the combat of this game. And I'm sure there's going to be some more added tweaks to it and this new abilities that you can get and just the way that you can now do battle with either Miles or Peter at the same time. I just like how you just run into each other. Right, you just be swinging around as Peter. You see a robbery happening or a mugging, you go and stop the criminals and then Miles is already there taking him out too. <laughs> and it's like, oh, glad you could show up and help me out. And then you could do some pretty cool combo finishers that look awesome to see play out. And then it, once the battle's over, you could just go up to one another and like do like a an awkward handshake that doesn't go right <laughs> or a fist bump and then they just end up giving each other a hug. So just cool little things like that that keep this one. Uh, just making it more fresh than uh, the, the first two that we got, having that that more partnership team dynamic with both Miles and Peter in the action is just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, and I have to bring it up, Tim. Uh, the gliding. Oh yeah, how, how can I forget welcome. the gliding? Is <laughs> <laughs> because it, it is a welcome. Oh uh, yes. Upgrade to the web swing, uh, especially when you upgrade it. If if I had one piece of advice for new players starting out, it would be to get the, um, the upgrade. Forget what it's called, but it's on both Peter and Miles' skill tree. Um, that, that collective one that they have. Uh, okay. It's, it's one where you can hold the R2 button and you can swing around. Um, it's like you're, you, know, you hit R2 and then Peter and Miles swing. But then they do a whole revolution and launch you into the sky. Then you can hit your your glide and uh, ride it for a, a really long way. <laughs> so if I had one piece of advice, is to get that as fast as you can. Okay. Also, get the boost. Uh, both Peter and Miles have a boost. Again, on the the collective um, skill tree. Um, so you can be gliding and then. Um, if, you, if you're high up, you know, you can do a little boost to get even higher, to go even farther. Um, that really helped me out, especially crossing the, the big bodies of water. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> I didn't the, make the, it the on rivers. one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, like the, those really help out. Um, yeah, the gliding, it's, uh, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's an upgrade that I didn't really think would work or. I would really use that much because the swinging uh, in this game is it's uh, a, probably my favorite w- way ever to get around in a video game. 
um, it's it's they they nailed it up perfectly. But but this gliding stuff, it's so much better. I mean, it's so much of an upgrade that um, I, f- I feel like I use that more to get around than I do a swing, which is really weird to say, um, especially if you're at the top of a tall building and you got to get across across town. It's uh. It's, it's really well done. Um, again, it's a thing that I, I didn't think I would ever really use. Um, but yeah, I uh, I really enjoy using it. And it's my preferred way now to get around uh, New York. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I remember seeing that it was going to be in it, but I kind of forgot about it while I started playing. And then it happens when you're in the middle of the fight with Sandman. And they're like, let's bring out the new toys. And then when... It prompts you to hit that triangle button. It's like, oh yeah, the gliding is in this. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, getting that surprise or getting that refresher on that was going to be an ability in this game, which is really cool in that Sandman battle. And then, like you said, it's just great to use to traverse around New York to mix in with the web swinging. <laughs> it is funny though. I got to be honest. There's a those moments where you like uh, fly through those rings to build up your speed boost. I could not help uh, yeah. but think of Superman 64 <laughs> with Superman <laughs> having to fly through those rings. <laughs> Obviously, this is executed and done a thousand times better than that game, <laughs> but I just couldn't help but think about it. It's like, oh, flying through rings in another superhero game. Uh, this takes me back to Superman 64. <laughs> so S- Spider-Man and Superman have that in common now in video games, flying through rings. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to lift a car in Spider-Man 2? I don't think so. <laughs> did you have to lift a car in uh, Superman 64? I'm sure you did, but I don't know <laughs> why. I'm sure it was very buggy trying to lift that car. <laughs> you probably lift it up and then it disappeared or you couldn't see it or something like that. You know, I was thinking about this recently. Um, you know, people are like, uh, you know, oh, uh, video games were good back in the 90s, right? Or, or better back in the 90s. You know, mm-hmm. these new video games suck. And, uh you know like uh why can't they go why can't this franchise go back to the way it used to be right um you realize nobody ever says that about superman 64 (laughs) (laughs) with very good reason (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh so so you want to go back to the 90s video games okay Superman 64, and then that ends the conversation, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe not that. Of it. <laughs> maybe not that far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's going to be the only comparison I'll I'll make with Spider-Man 2 and Superman 64, <laughs> um, just with flying rings. But they, um, they, yeah. they both they both wear red. Okay? <laughs> Red and blue, depending on the costume you're wearing for Spidey. <laughs> oh yeah, um, they both take place in a city. There you go. <laughs> right. If only, if only Spider-Man Two had a multiplayer mode where all the characters are in these hover cars that you're just sl- very slowly <laughs> flying around and trying to shoot each other down. That would just be the <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Where did they get that idea? <laughs> Why, like most of the characters who are in like these 
rockets or hover vehicles can fly already so i'm not sure why they felt the need they had to put them in these rocket ships and that moves super super slow it's uh, just one of the many charms of superman 64 is there a is there a cool chase scene that happened in, in uh superman 64 Tim? <laughs> Uh, sadly, no. I mean, the, the uh, most excitement you have is just flying through those rings. Like, I don't even remember <laughs> if I even made it to a boss fight <laughs> in that game. <laughs> wow, it turned I, it off that fast. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I got the deluxe edition of Spider-Man 2, like I mentioned. Still ended up being cheaper than what I paid for Superman 64. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy seventy five bucks for the game, and then another like ten or fifteen dollars for the memory card that I needed to save all the progress I was gonna make <laughs> during the game. The the twenty five minutes of progress that you made in the <laughs> game I never touched again. Oh man, still my biggest video game purchase regret that I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this is such a random thought, but, uh, I originally said on previous episodes that I had 120 hours in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh-huh. I underest- uh, underestimated it. Oh, wow. I have over, I have over 150 hours in that game. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and did, so, yeah, did- that. Did you like complete it 100% with everything? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. Yeah, I haven't uh, completed every single thing. I've completed most of it. Um, again, like I said, like the legendary weapons, the main story, all of its expansions, um, the roguelike that they released, uh, the final mission, the, the final mission. Um. Yeah, I, I I completed all of that. And there's still stuff to do in England. That's um, crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's good yeah. that you get your money's worth of those games. It's, it sounds like it's almost like Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, where so much hours you can spend into it and not even be close to finishing everything technically. But yeah, it's it's good if like yeah. that's if that's the only game you're going to be playing for a while and you're only able to get a game or two a year and you get your money's worth but at the same time when you yeah a hardcore gamers who like to play multiple games and are able to get a bunch of different games throughout the year that's where it becomes difficult <laughs> if you're a completionist and really want to get things done because i'm yeah. telling you right now i'll probably be doing that with spider-man too <laughs> yeah and i mean that's the thing like i wish i went slower <laughs> you know looking back like i wish i went slower on the main story uh but like once you get into that rhythm, like like once you get to a certain point, it's really hard to stop. Uh, I always try really to keep it balanced. Stop doing. It's gonna be really hard for you, Tim. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're gonna get to a point, and um, I'd like to. Uh, when it does happen, uh, I, I want you to tell me when that point was, because I think we're gonna have the same point. Uh, will do sorry uh, sort of when you just can't stop like i <laughs> i wish i went slower you know thinking back on it i'm interested to see yeah. what that point is because i always felt i've done a good job as far as 
wanting to see what happens in the story. But at the same time, it's like, let's take a step back, complete some side quests, just run around, swing around the city, build up my level, earn some more XP to, before carrying on the main story mission. So, but if it's as big as you're saying, it's that's going to be something if it does get me just to plow through and just go through the story yeah. because I'll just be so anxious to see what happens next. Yeah, uh, that brings up another thing, too, about Spider-Man 2. A lot of the side missions are really, really good. Like, um, I'm not really spoiling this. Uh, there's a mission, there's a, a mission with Miles, right? This has nothing to do with the main story, so you don't have to worry about that, Sam. Okay. Uh, where you essentially are trying to find a saxophone. Okay. Um. It's it's a I'm trying to remember the, the the jazz musician. I think it's Charlie Parker. Um Yeah, I can't remember the name of the jazz musician, but it's this, you know, relic, I guess you could say. And um what they're trying what Rio Morales is trying to do is trying to get the sponsorship from this guy for the for the Harlem Museum. Um, to bring in all of this, you know, jazz, uh, um, instruments and stuff that that have been played by all these jazz legends. And wouldn't you know it, Tim, a bunch of bad guys show up and steal all no. of the the musical instruments. So you as Miles have really? to go and find um, all of these. Um, all of these instruments, and uh, you end up. I just, having I just to think it's Spider-Man. Chase. I don't think Spider-Man has a music theme villain. You know, like Batman has the Music Meister. I can't think. I don't think Spider-Man oh, right. has one. Yeah. Well, Tim, you're about to get your your dreams made okay, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like it, it's just you're just chasing these guys with a saxophone, like this famous saxophone that this this famous jazz musician played and it's not only that it's also like you know like how how much how much this uh you know donation to the museum would mean to the to the community to the music scene um and just getting the history of like like harlem and jazz and how jazz led directly to hip-hop and all of these sort of things that or in essentially a side mission, it's like a throwaway mission that you that you um, that you can choose to do. And I kind of wish that I saved some of that, some of these little side missions, because I don't know. Like I, I have a hard time after I beat games trying to 100% them or trying to complete other things after I beat them. And yeah, I know you told me that in Final maybe, Fantasy 16. <laughs> yeah, and there were some great side quests out towards the end of the game. Yeah, like maybe I gotta slow down, and maybe yeah, maybe I gotta slow down. Just you gotta pace yourself better <laughs> between yeah. side quests and main quest missions. Yeah, I wish I really slowed down on the Yuri missions. I don't know if you encountered her yet. Not yet, no. Okay, yeah, I wish I slowed down. Uh, with some of those yeah, yeah. the only like side missions i really have so far just the photograph missions for robbie robertson and then i did one that involved uh <laughs> these illegal fireworks 
that were being sold and like these two guys oh, yeah. were on the roof and one explodes and you have to carry to the hospital and then you take out these enemies who are having these explosive fireworks. So that's pretty much about it for the ones like that. And then there's of course the Sandman crystal stuff. So but I know it's gonna be it's gonna open up so much more <laughs> the more I get into the game. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this game has in stores. I hope there's none that are as annoying as uh, what was her name in the Miles Morales one? The one who was streaming her videos of these crimes and almost like torturing and almost killing people. And even the Taskmaster ones from the first game. I don't think those are too bad, but there were some in the Miles Morales ones that were just annoying. I forgot that character's name, but that was that was some of them like those later, later ones were a bit of a struggle to get to, but I had to make sure I 100% <laughs> completed it. But hopefully there's none that are as annoying as uh, that one was in the Miles Morales game. Is that the one with the futuristic gang looking gang? I think so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, I don't think I finished that. <laughs> but so far, yeah. for the side missions that you've done, all of them have been pretty solid so far then. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. There's one where you got to chase down a mechanical dog. Okay. Uh, I love how it's like out there some of them are <laughs> from what you're describing. The mechanical dog. Yeah, because there's a there's a blind woman that is allergic to dogs, right? The fur from dogs. And uh you end up finding the dog fur, like this mechanical dog. Uh, and she doesn't have to worry about getting an allergy attack. <laughs> so yeah. I do hope uh, Spider Cat makes another appearance because I haven't seen any advertisement with Spider Cat again. Uh, obviously, he was uh, awesome Miles Morales. It's gonna be a stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'm doing this one where you're looking after these uh, spider drones. Uh, um, you have to go collect the spider drones. Um, not sure where that one is leading. Who, who's behind that? So yeah, stay tuned for that one. <laughs> Gotcha. Maybe it will lead to Spider-Cat making an appearance again. So yeah. <laughs> that's my one hope for this game. Spider-Man, Spider-Cat has to be back again <laughs> to get some more great photos and selfies with him because that was so much fun in Miles Morales. <laughs> Take it all. I took a lot of photos uh, with me and Spider-Cat. So much fun. Oh, oh, sorry. I forgot. I forgot, Tim. He is in it. Yeah, but you've got to <sighs> yes. really pay attention. You've got to pay attention. Uh, I'm going to try to give you the specifics without spoiling anything. Okay. It is at... It is the mission that I just mentioned where you have to look for the saxophone. Okay. So that kind of bugs me out, though. Is it like... Is it Spider-Cat hidden where you can miss it? Because I want to... Full blown. No, no, he's there. Okay. He's there, and he has his he he has his little um his bed. Okay. It has a sign above it that says uh, Spider Man. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. And he has a mask on. I still want I still want to take him out for a mission though. (laughs) (laughs) I see now. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, not. Well, maybe just so far yet. So. So far. I don't mean to spoil it for you, Tim, or make make this game ruined for you, but so far not. I know I, I know this game hinges on Spider Cat. <laughs> it <but>. does. 
it's a negative review for you for right now because there's no spider cat. Just wait. Um, there is an appearance by spider cat. Well, at the very least, I have that to look forward to. But now that I'm thinking about it, I want symbiote spider cat. How awesome would that be? <laughs> he turns into like a tiger. <laughs> or a oh, lion. Yeah, see, that's the ultimate team up right there. Peter Parker in a symbiote, and then Spider-Cat in a symbiote. <laughs> Perfect game right there. Even the regular uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man with the symbiote looks really cool. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Uh, like the, the all the little details. Yeah, all the little details. And it, and it does change, too. Uh, after a certain point, the symbiote changes the look of the spider suit. Interesting. Because so, that's kind of uh, they did that in the spectacular Spider-Man animated series, which was really cool. Like when he first gets it, is this kind of how it is in Spider-Man Three, where it's this his regular Spider-Man costume is black, but the more yeah. he's with the symbiote, and the more it starts taking over, then you start seeing less of the classic Spider-Man suit, and then it slowly turns into the sim- full-on symbiote Spider-Man costume, which I always thought was a cool little touch that that series did. So if they're bringing that small element into this game, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, also, what I wanted to ask you, Tim, was, so Venom doesn't like loud bells. Is yeah, that it? loud noises, sonic, like, vibrations, noises like that, yeah. Oh, okay, and then every time he hears it, he freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay. That and yeah, fire I, I, I are mean, I, big weaknesses. So really, fire too? Mm. Okay. Yeah, like I, I couldn't. It's been a while, Tim, since I've seen <laughs> Spider-Man Three. <laughs> I know I, I don't mean to surprise well, you or anything. If you need to revisit some Venom stuff, watch the either the '90s Spider-Man animated series, the three-part arc they had with that symbiote, with the symbiote and Venom, or the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series that dealt with Venom. Those are the two of the best you're gonna get outside of the comics. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I I didn't know why um, this, the symbiote was freaking out or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it encountered loud noises, that's why. And part of me is thinking now, too, where, because I've been doing a few of the, just stopping these uh, random burglaries or arsonists with those, like, that cult that's obsessed with fire. And it makes me wonder, am I going to have to take them on or face their leader within the symbiote and that's going to be a challenge because the symbiote does not like fire. So I wonder if that's why they have this group that deals with this obsession with fire. Yeah, you know those crimes uh, that pop up every once in a while? Uh-huh. Those red little... Yeah. I, I didn't know those tankers could blow up. <laughs> well, I assumed if you don't put them out, they eventually would. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So every time I get one of those, uh, the first thing I do is immediately patch up the, yeah. uh, the leaks. <laughs> I, I'm able to do it where I take down all the enemies beforehand and I still have enough time just to put out the tankers and sometimes buildings. Too. Yeah. But, uh, I'll be curious to see if that story goes anywhere and who's behind that. Because it did seem like, man, out of the blue, I just this cult trying to brand people and burn buildings and blow up tankers <laughs> just like seemed to come out of nowhere. Yeah, that one's going to take a weird twist that you won't see coming. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, I'm not familiar with the Spider-Verse. Uh, 
and I don't know if leader is a guy in it that turns into like a flaming flamer. Is it the human torch? It. It's the human torch gone bad. That's where it's going. <laughs> um, yeah, it takes an interesting twist story wise, I'd say. Well, I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you do those too. Those are really good. Yeah, that's uh, all I've been getting. Because I did a bunch of them last night. <laughs> that was like the last thing I did. Yeah. Especially because you can do the dual takedowns and stuff. Mm, that was so fun. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, also, I didn't, what I didn't know is uh, when you're up in the rafters um, and those, I don't know if you encountered them yet, but there's the, these em- enemies um that you fight when you're fighting uh craven's hunters that um are essentially eagles yeah like the robotic eagles eagles. Mm -hmm. when you're up in the rafters and they're sitting there perch you can't get close to them you got to take them down i didn't know that uh (laughs) and got immediately attacked by them and fell to the ground and got swarmed by guys and died Just make sure you uh, take the, take them outside and lay with with web strike. Duly noted. <laughs> <laughs> that along with Miles' camouflage, I'm playing as Miles and I'm going up against those vulture creatures, or uh, as Peter so- called them as he's fighting for the first time, vulture like vultures children. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the upgrades I like the gliding to the game, uh, or one of the best upgrades to uh, the game is your ability to shoot a line of web that you can walk on. Oh, nice. I don't know if you've got that, that, that no. skill yet, but <laughs> that yet. is one of the most useful tools <laughs> besides the gliding, I'd say. Uh, so some of the gadgets don't really spark my interest, to be honest. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the web line uh, is what they call it. Uh, is, uh, is one of the most useful tools that I, I constantly use so yeah nice well i know i barely just scratched the surface of the game and uh, <laughs> i've kind of said as much as i could as far as my little two hours experience <laughs> and I, it's fun because those two hours like i'm just already blown away by what i've gotten the sandman battle just the quieter moments in aunt may's house and the flashback with harry and then getting the big breakout sequence with craven trying to really scorpion and mr negative all that stuff is just it blew me away already i just cannot wait to see what happens next and just hearing you talk about you did a good job dane being very spoiler free on it but at the same time uh, good it's still getting me very hyped and excited for <laughs> what's to come next in this game and i can't wait i'm really curious um i'm, cur- I'm really curious because you're a spider-man fan Tim, right Mm-hmm. And um, to that also, Venom's always been my favorite Spider-Man villain, even though he's more of an anti-hero now. But I've always, he's always been my favorite Spider-Man villain, and that story with Venom has always been my favorite. So I'm really curious to see how, what this story does with it. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to because again, knowing nothing about about Spider-Man beyond the some of the movies and the the Miles Morales movies, animated movies, um, I know nothing about Spider-Man or Venom. 
Um, I'm really curious to see what you think about Venom, who is Venom, mm. uh, and the story that they're telling with Venom. I'm really curious because I can see people hating it. Uh, but I think it's a really interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a totally different thing of what we've seen before. And again, I've only ever saw Venom, seen Venom in Spider-Man 3. And I, I kind of know the general gist of the story. You know, it was an alien species that landed here, got on a guy, and uh, Spider-Man had to fight the guy, and it got on him. And he had to break loose and whatever happened, right? Pretty much the basis of the basics of that story, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, uh, what are you, what are you, Spider-Man fans gonna think about that? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, I, I mean, I think it's great. Um, well, I think it's an interesting twist on the story of certain characters. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely open to a new version or a new telling of the story because there's been a lot of them now. Some of them definitely better than others. But so even if they do something totally different, if it works, uh, I'll be on board with it. Because the biggest thing for me in the Venom story and the symbiote is having Peter involved. And that's my biggest hang up on the Venom movies (laughs) that we've got amongst other things. But that's always been the biggest thing is having the symbiote be there bonding with Eddie Brock, but not with Peter beforehand. That's such a crucial story element of why I love the story of the symbiote, his relationship and being rejected by Peter and then finding someone else to bond with who has that same hatred of Peter. Um, but even if they do something different than that, I I think it's, it's important to have Peter be involved in the story and have him be the one with the, wear the symbiote suit first because that's what shapes the development of the symbiote as an alien being. So... Um, I'm open for something different, but I'm, obviously I know Peter is going to be featured heavily in this retelling or this new uh, version of the Venom story. So that's a plus right there already. So I'm just anxious to see um, how different it's going to be. And I'm open to open to some something being drastically different because uh, what we've gotten in the first two games, Insomniac really knows how to tell great Spider-Man stories with these characters that we know and love so much. So. I do have confidence that they're going to deliver on that front, even if it is something radically different. So what you said, you you don't like the story of, like 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 the the basics of the story. Is that what you said? The the what? Oh, for uh, the Venom. Yeah, Venom. The movie or yeah, <laughs> yeah the the the, the ones with Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I was wondering what you're talking about. Okay. Um, Man, you, you must have forgot those even existed. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot that those existed. Um, okay. Yeah. They, like I said, if you, if you paid any attention to the um, the stuff that uh, Insomniac Games has been putting out, you probably already know who Venom is. Um, I'll, I'll say this. I mentioned this on a previous episode, the, where it's like I have a hope and an idea who I think Venom is, and we'll see if it happens. Uh, who do you think it is? Okay, don't give any indication. I'm not. I'm not. You're doing great so far, but yeah, I I could kind of see and slash hope that 
Peter is Venom, where he just goes full blown, where the symbiote takes over, he doesn't reject it, and he just full blown Venom. I would think that'd be a very interesting way to go and do something really different. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. We'll see if it happens, and we'll just leave it at that. No reaction needed from yeah. you, Dave. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get a pretty, if you're paying attention to the story, you're going to know who it is before it happens, like I said. Okay. okay. Uh, Let me ask you this, Dane. This is not a spoiler, yeah. but just a time frame. Um, where I'm at right now, should I be getting the symbiote pretty soon? Uh, what part did you say you were on? So the last big mission I finished was Craven breaking out Scorpion and Mr. Negative on the boats, uh, on the carriers. Carriers. Uh, yeah, you, you're a little bit off. Uh, oh, darn. <laughs> you, you just got some stuff to to play through. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping it was yeah, like yeah. the next big thing that I was going to do, but I guess I could wait a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, and like the powers that you get because you, you can go like uh, essentially crazy, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you can go Super Saiyan. Nice. <laughs> and um, uh, the parts that you get when you when you do that is is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. <laughs> not to mention uh, Peter's web also turns black. Yeah, which is pretty cool. <laughs> it's always been. I mean, it's unneeded in the game because you have unlimited webs <laughs> in the game. But yeah. I always like one of the cool things about Peter wearing the symbiote is that he didn't need web cartridges. The symbiote was just able to adapt its own webbing and just have unlimited oh, really? supply. Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I thought like he, he put some food coloring in there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's Too all much. the symbiote. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, I, overall, I'm. this is my game of the year. Without, without a doubt, uh, I thought Assassin's Creed Mirage was going to be, mm. but uh, yeah, this one blows it out of the water. Um, I know. Uh, I mean, I was reading the reviews leading up to it, and I know people were people had complaints about like uh, the certain activities that you can do and like the side missions. Mm-hmm. I've seen a um, little bit of negative reviews about yeah. not negative reviews, but just little. Uh, nitpicks about it <laughs> we're had to deal with the side quest yeah yeah uh but to be honest that's my favorite part of the game mm. um I, I really enjoy it uh doing the side missions collecting all of the uh prowler attack um harry's uh little uh i don't know what you call them uh science project stuff <laughs> Like in the first game, okay. Um, the the Sandman crystals, the the um, the cult stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I I enjoy doing all of that. So I mean, I, I don't get people's complaints about it, but uh, yeah, my game of the year so far, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, hard to disagree with you there. I. Don't know if I'll call it game of the year yet, just because of how much I love Final Fantasy 16 and this I'm only two hours into <laughs> this one right now. But I will say I'm 
blown away by it already and just based on those two hours i'm ready to give it a five out of five <laughs> in a review score um but i imagine i don't think that's going to change the more i get into it like i don't see it ha- happening where the more i play it the less the lesser my opinion is going to be on it i think it's only going to increase and just my love for it is going to grow even more so <laughs> i play it i just have it just be a fantastic game but man just what a great year of video games it is <laughs> i mean just for me yeah. i mean my big four star wars jedi fallen order then tears of the kingdom for zelda then final fantasy 16 and now this one it's just a great <laughs> year just big triple a titles that so far have delivered on pretty much all my expectations that i was hoping for so and then to have it Spider-Man 2 be the final one of those big four. It looks like it's going to end it with a bang, which is how great it is so far. Yeah, uh, like like yours, like you said, Final Fantasy 16. For me, it was Assassin's Creed Mirage. I thought that was going to be my game of the year. And yeah, Spider-Man 2, they they really got me with the story, caring deeply about what's what's happening. Like they really got my attention. For it, um, more so than uh, Final Fantasy 16, uh, because it's it's a much smaller story, and we're talking about like again, we're not saving the universe here, right? Mm. Um, we're saving. I'm gonna leave it at that. They're <laughs> um, <laughs> just uh, saving a smaller amount of people than compared to a whole smaller world, amount so. of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they really got me with the story. Um, not that, you know, the Spider-Man, the, the, uh, first Spider-Man game story wasn't good or anything. It's no, just, that was great too. It, it, yeah, it was, it was good, but, uh, it didn't really grab me. Um, as much as I like the Miles Morales game. Yeah, the story didn't really grab me. Um, the energy, that energy company and all that stuff. Um, but this one, yeah, this one got me. Uh, especially the dual storylines with Peter and Miles, and every everything happening happening around them. Uh, all the all, all the other characters that are affected by uh, the, the Peter story and the Miles story. Um, yeah, uh, they they really got me with the story. Um, so like, I, I'm ready to give it a five out of five, but I'll wait till the, the very yeah. end. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, this definitely won't be the last time we'll be talking about it. Once we both finish it, we'll be sure to give our full blown review on Spider Man Two, which I imagine is going to be pretty similar to this one, just off our first impressions of, of playing it these first few days since it's been out. It's been awesome. Um. So, yeah, um, that's our first impressions of Spider-Man 2 so far living up to all the hype that it had going into it. Um, So, Uh, sorry, Uh, can can I mention one more thing? No, you can't. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's kind of kind of a complaint. Uh, A complaint? We don't want to end on a down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up in a positive. But um, yeah, a couple of bugs. Uh, particularly with the uh, with uh, I don't know how to put this, but uh, enemies spawning in 
objects and you can't okay. hit them. Yeah. And like to complete the mission, you got to take out all the bad guys, right? Okay. But you can't because they're stuck in a building <laughs> and you can't <laughs> get in the building, right? It's a huh. building that, that is just there to fill up the city and the, um, the, the bad guy is in the building and he's not moving. Uh, <laughs> had that twice uh, where I had to restart and do the flight again. So, um, yeah, not fun. Well, that is annoying. Yes. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Um, but I've yeah, experienced that so that, far myself. So we'll see. Well, at least you prepared me <laughs> in case there's some yeah, flights yeah. like that happening. Um, so, yeah. Uh, besides that, no complaints. The game is near perfect, I'd say. Um, but yeah, like I said, this story is, has me really, really uh, engaged and wanted to see what happens next. Um, especially, like like I said, because I've been blowing through this main, main storyline and I, I really can't help myself. I can't stop <laughs> until I see the end and it's concluded and then I'll never play it again because I have no motivation after to play any of the side stuff, like retrieving Prowler tech. So yeah, well, that's, well, good. that's that's my review. That's the end of it. Ended on a positive. Good job of uh, taking it back into a positive direction to end it on. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, with that, I guess that's going to do it for this episode, focusing on our first impressions of Spider-Man 2. So with that, Dane, I'll throw it to you for the outro. Okay, just go over the. Uh, <laughs> you almost said it again. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, over to our Twitter account, and that's at Echoing Nerds, right? Yes. Uh, you can email the show at Echoing Nerds Podcast at gmail.com. Is that it? Uh, you made it longer than it had to be, Dane. Just Echoing Nerds at gmail.com. Uh, dang it. I gotta write the, <laughs> I've got to write all of this down. It helps if um, you're prepared. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow Tim on Twitter, Tim's Twitter handle is at TimG311. I got that one right. I know that. <laughs> I would hope uh, so. <laughs> my Twitter handle is at DaneSaysBanana. Great interviews on wherever you're listening to this. And like we say at the end of every single episode, Tim. We love each and every one of you with all of our Superman 64 loving hearts because it now has a connection to a great game in Spider-Man 2 with flying through rings. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might have stretched that out a little too bit. But <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next time. See you next time, everybody.